The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets. And regardless of outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. Manchester United 
big return. The focus, the eyes on the ball, the technique and the power in the header, absolutely sensational. What a player. You are listening to Bet MUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, follow the Twitter account for Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. At Bet MUFC. And also follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. At LockBetting.com. You will see that the PL for the month of February is now posted. And that PL represented our 105th month in a row of transparent track profit. We landed 17 units for the month. That's good for £1,700, which is good for over $2,200 in a single month. So go and check out the spreadsheet. Have a look at the type of plays we do. See if it's the right service for you. And also have a look at the bottom of the page. You'll see some tags. They say things like soccer, tennis, NBA, NFL, WWE, etc. Click on the one that says P&L because that will take you to all of the previous P&L so you can do further investigation to see how we got to 105 months in a row of Transparent Track Profit. You'll see all of the members' comments underneath. That proves that there is no place to run, no place to hide. Had I taken away plays that lost or added plays that I didn't really post out, I would have been caught out by now by the members. But you can see the comments are all positive. You can see this is 100% legitimate. That's why I use a Patreon site. However, the one drawback of using Patreon is the billing cycle. As soon as you sign up, you will be charged for the month and you'll be charged again on April the 1st. So you've already missed out on 14 days of action. Don't wait any longer by signing up on the 20th or the 25th and just getting a week out of the service. Get as much as you can. Still plenty of stuff to come. We've got NBA every single night and we're doing phenomenally in, phenomenally in the NBA. You know what we do in soccer. We're winning money in tennis. We're winning money in the UFC. And of course, at the end of the month, we have WWE WrestleMania, but plays will be posted throughout the month in order to secure closing line value before the insiders get on board. And we end up getting with hev- we end up getting heavily juiced lines come WrestleMania time. So get involved with all of that over at LockBetting.com and follow the Twitter account at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com for free sports picks, for free sports plays. And uh, you'll also get some free soccer bets over at SGP Soccer, the Twitter account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Moving on with this edition of BetMUFC. I was actually at the game on Saturday, as was Tom Brady. It was enough to get Tom Brady out of retirement. One conversation with Alex Ferguson, one conversation with Cristiano Ronaldo. Watching Cristiano Ronaldo out there doing and doing his thing was enough for Brady to come out of retirement. But I think it worked both ways because, you know, if you listen to the show, I have been critical of Ronaldo at times. And the reason for that is because no matter what happened on Saturday, Ronaldo is still going to be among the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. But even though he is that, at the age of 36, now 37, that was still... A major disruption to the way Manchester United were heading. 
And that's not just in terms of the players that we were going to bring in, but stylistically, bringing in Ronaldo, who's an out-and-out striker, he wears seven, but he's an out-and-out number nine, did massively disrupt where we were going. We knew what we were doing with our team. We were not a pressing team. We were not a pressing team. We were a counter-attacking team who utilised pace. That's why for most of last season, we did go with Greenwood, Rashford and Martial. Now, obviously, the Greenwood situation is what it is, but Greenwood coming into the season was going to be our number one striker with Cavani coming in to fill in and signing to stay on and be a squad player. Now, Cavani is still a squad player, but his minutes are significant significantly less than they would have been had we kept Greenwood, had we used this year, this year to embed Greenwood. And obviously, if that project didn't work, then we would have been in a position to sign Erling Haaland. Had Sancho come in and had a really good season and Manchester United had challenged for the title, the next step in the process would have been to bring in Haaland and we would have been in the race to get Haaland. Now we're not in a race to get Haaland at all. We've got Cavani at 34, Ronaldo at 37. Ronaldo's got two years on his contract. That There's no future there in that. There's no development in there. There's no reason to bring in Haaland. Haaland doesn't want to go to a club that's just about challenging for the top for Sancho hasn't had a great season he's come good lately but what Sancho's done isn't a good advertisement for Haaland to come in when he looks at Sancho he doesn't think I want to go and play for for Manchester United and when you see Ronaldo there and you see the lack of minutes that Cavani's had and you see how um, Greenwood's development was stifled you've seen what's going on with Rashford it just doesn't appeal to people so as great as Ronaldo is it did, it did stunt our direction in terms of what we were doing, in terms of building in, building on second place. And now it looks like we're struggling for the top four, which is a shame massively because that was my favourite game of the season. Attending that game, that was without a doubt my favourite game of the season. We've had some great games in the Champions League. We had a great comeback against Atalanta, a late winner against Villarreal. Um, we bashed Newcastle, we bashed Leeds. My son was saying that he enjoyed some of the other games, particularly Ronaldo's first game when he came back against Newcastle. But I really like this one. I like the back and forth. I like the intensity of it. I like the nervousness of it. It was a real, real game of football. It was a good game as well. It was end-to-end. The only issue I have with it is I just wish there was more stakes in the line. I mean, on paper, it says that it's a massive clash for the top four. But it's a loss that puts Tottenham down to eight. And it's a win that puts Man United into fourth place. But Arsenal are now ahead of us again. And they've still got three games in hand. So the way Arsenal are going off the back of that win against Leicester, it looks very much like Arsenal and Chelsea are going to take third and fourth place. And I mentioned Chelsea because with all the turmoil at Chelsea, it looked like there was a possibility that they could go in the wrong direction and start dropping points. Well, they haven't. Since this whole thing has happened, they they haven't let it distract them. And they've continued to win. And Chelsea are in decent form and Arsenal in decent form and it's difficult to see either of them especially Arsenal who are more realistic it's, it's difficult for us to see Arsenal dropping enough points for Man United to take over them I mean we would need to go to the Emirates and beat Arsenal then we would need massive favours along the way including Liverpool beating Arsenal on Wednesday and we'll cover that over on the EPL show there'll be a four game edition of the EPL show coming out and obviously that's going to be quite a short show so we will look at some futures on that show as well so make sure you check that out before we break down this Atletico game. Let's have a listen to a couple of interviews and comments relating to the game against Tottenham as Manchester United ran out 3-2 winners. A hat-trick for Cristiano Ronaldo in Manchester United's 3-2 win over Tottenham here at Old Trafford. Ten shots for United, eight of them 
from Ronaldo, six shots on target, five of them from Ronaldo. Their expected goals was less than one compared to 1.42 for Tottenham. Tottenham had more touches in the opponent's box, more passes in the opposition half, uh, one more corner and the lion's share of possession. But Manchester United take those important three points. Johnny Cash has joined us in the studio from the commentary box. Do you enjoy that one, Gary? I did. I did. A big atmosphere. Strange game at times in the second half with the quality, but obviously Cristiano Ronaldo was absolutely sensational. What a response from last weekend's poor display, but also the situation with him where it looked like he was left out, injured, whatever, which way you want to call it. Yeah, with his hip flexor condition, which Roy has already been uh, waxing lyrical about. Look, on, on in terms of Manchester United's overall performance today, yes, it was a, a good individual performance, a great individual performance from Cristiano Ronaldo. What, what did you make of them as a, as a team? They're not very good. I mean, I have to say that, you know, second half, they were, you know, the moments in the game are magical and the fans leave today. I just walked through the lounges to get here from the gantry and the fans are absolutely buzzing because they've seen Cristiano Ronaldo and they feel like they've seen something special. But in terms of a performance, if Spurs go and score a winner late on, United fans are going home saying, how bad were we today? But big moments and big player turned up and that's ultimately sent them home really happy. And it, but it wasn't a great performance. Yeah, it's as straightforward as saying, that's why Cristiano Ronaldo is here. Yeah, and that's where, where United are at. You know, we've seen it. The quality of both teams wasn't that great, but it was entertaining. Entertaining, and Ronaldo stepped up to the plate, and he looked, he looked angry today. A lot of aggression in his play today. Again, whatever's gone on the last week or two, he's obviously been upset with something. But he showed today what we've seen over the years. The guy's a genius. He's brilliant. The three goals were fantastic. You know, for the three goals, it's obviously five touches in total. He brings so much to this team. White people think. Ronaldo can't play every week or he can't bring value. We saw it today. And it was an important one for Man United. They had to get back. They had a big game coming up in Europe. Maybe get some momentum into the into their season because it's been obviously been a struggle. But I enjoyed the game and United, we have to give them praise for the performance wasn't fantastic, but they got the job done and they won it and um, a fair play to them. Yeah, United take all three points, but the game, as the guys have been saying, Michael Ebden flowed. Definitely, I think second half Spurs came out they're on the front foot United just sat in they were happy at 2-1 and you, you could see what was going to happen Spurs performed well the only problem was when they got back to 2-2 then it changed they set back Manchester United came back out and probably did what they should have done at 2-1 they, they can't sit back I said Spurs would get opportunities they'll be disappointed they didn't get something out of that game but when you've got Cristiano Ronaldo in your team the quality first goal sensational it was a, a classic Premier League football match hugely enjoyable and of course Cristiano Ronaldo just a, a sensational day for him yes we showed the kind of reaction that we uh, were due to show after the, the bad second half uh, at the Etihad uh, and I think the team deserved to win uh, coming back after uh, two equalizers uh, in that way in that style was great and uh, yeah now we are looking forward to the game on Tuesday there are always good and bad sides to every game for a coach, of course. You'll be disappointed that you had to score three goals to win the game, I guess. Yes, of course. I mean, after we scored the second one, uh, we were just about to, 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 bring, to bring on Viktor Lindelof, but the ball was just, uh, just didn't go out. And then we conceded the second one, then I decided to bring on a second striker because we, we needed to win the game. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we scored the third one and then I could take that, make that substitution that I intended to do 10 minutes before. 
And of course, Ronaldo was was just fantastic. His first is a is a you know vintage Ronaldo goal, a fantastic strike, then a brilliant counter attack, and an incredible header. Yes, uh, today he was uh, that was his best performance uh, at least since I arrived. Uh, he was also good in training on Thursday, uh, and that's why I decided to play him from the start. Although, although he was out for a week uh, in training, but uh, yeah, fantastic performance by him, but but also by the rest of the team. Um, there aren't many players, are there? You've managed lots of great players, of course, in your career, but there still aren't that many players who can get seventy thousand people on their feet and just so excited and, and an electric atmosphere in the stadium and he can do that yes he can do that but again he can also do it only with the team i mean that was as i said a fantastic performance by him uh, and also in training he showed energy it was not only because of the three goals he scored today he was also um, part of the team when they were in possession of the ball and uh, for me as yet since i arrived the best performance by cristiano for sure and by and by the team as a whole as well would you say yeah, bearing in mind uh, what kind of quality the opponents had, uh, it was probably our best performance, yes, but uh, it was necessary. We had to win that game. And as I said now, it will give us a boost also for, for the game on, on Tuesday. And good luck with that one. Thank, Thank you, Ralph. Thank, Thank you very much. So he's talking about a boost and they needed to win. And obviously that's talking up their chances for finishing in the top four off the back of that. It's given them hope, but it's difficult to see where that hope comes from. Yes, mathematically it's possible. And what we're going to do is once again, we're going to revisit that top four race. We're going to look at the running and we're going to see what the possibility is of a Manchester United, a West Ham or a Tottenham coming through and taking fourth place from Arsenal or even third place from Chelsea, which is very, very unrealistic. But we'll look at that on the EPL show this week as we examine the futures. Right now, I want to move on to this Atletico game because this is the one trophy that Manchester United can still win, although once again, very, very unlikely. We'll talk about the futures markets when we break down the other Champions League games. But here we're going to exclusively talk about the game against Atletico Madrid. It was 1-1 in the first leg. And Manchester United are the 23-20 to favourites here on the money line to win this game tomorrow at Old Trafford. It's 23-10 to on the draw and it's 5-2 on Atletico. The qualification odds now see Manchester United as the 8-13 favourites to qualify from this tie with Atletico Madrid priced up at 13-10. The over-under markets here see under 2.5 goals here at 4-6 minus 150. That did cash in at the last game, but so did both teams to score. And the over here is available at 11-10. Both teams to score again is available at 4-5 for yes and at even money for no. This is a extremely difficult game for me to make a pick on. I'm so used to my team giving me hope and then giving me letdown throughout the entire season. We now have hope off the back of a really, really good win, a typical Premier League game. If you want to put out an advert for what the Premier League is and what it represents, that would be a game that you could show people. The big players turned up, Kane scored, Ronaldo scored, Ronaldo scored a hat-trick. It was end-to-end, there was bad defending, there was good attacking, there was good defending. It was just... A typical Premier League game and or what you what you would say a, a typically good Premier League game looks like. And 
we've won that game 3-2 and we now face an Atletico team who really have lost their identity this season. It's funny, I'm doing this podcast and I'm in room 326 at the Lowry and in room 325 is Diego Simeone, who we just met 10 minutes ago. So I'm coming in to, to do this podcast fresh off meeting the manager whose tactics will determine if I'm right or wrong about this podcast. So that's a bizarre situation. But tactically, this season, it's been very, very different. The usual Simeone tactics of making sure we don't lose, play not to lose and win if we can. That really hasn't been the case, whereas Atletico have turned into a very attacking team that give up a lot of goals. And it's very similar to what Manchester United have been this season, but that's really what Manchester United have always been. They've always been susceptible to conceding goals. And this season, you would think with Rafa Varane coming in, that would tighten things up because at the start of the season, the narrative was Harry Maguire needs a partner. Harry Maguire is is now proven as a top defender off the back of the Euros. And then Harry Maguire has gone so massively backwards that many Man United fans have identified him as the problem because with the likes of Varane in our back line and, and Luke Shaw playing as the Luke Shaw that we saw at the Euros, which is one of the best left-backs in the world, along with David De Gea and goal, who's as safe as houses, and Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who he purchased for £50 million with Harry Maguire as an £80 million centre-back, this should be a top back line. But this is a team that, that cannot stop conceding goals. And this is what we've seen from Atletico as well this season. They're a team who also cannot stop conceding goals. So I think both teams to score would be the way that you go here in terms of finding a play where you feel you have the best chance of securing a profit. And I think that would be the way to go. It landed for us last time out in the game against Tottenham. And this could be a very, very easy show to do in terms of making picks. You could blindly just continue to say both teams to score, both teams to score, both teams to score, and you'd probably wind up making a profit. And um, that's not what I'm doing here in this one. I really do see both teams scoring. I could I could see this game going to extra time. My situation here for this game is that my, my son has 95% attendance at school and even when he's been a little bit sick, we've sent him into school because I like to save the sick days for the Champions League. So he's going to be missing school on Tuesday, but he cannot miss school on Wednesday because he can't miss two days in a row. So I'm going to have to drive back after this game and it's four hours away from where I live. So at 10 o'clock, I'll be getting home at 2am if it finishes in its normal time. Now, knowing my luck and seeing how the first game played out, I can see this one going to extra time. I can see this one going to penalties. I can see this being a long, long night. And unfortunately, I can see Atletico eking it out. The, the main thing that motivates me is the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo came alive the other day and he loves playing against Atletico Madrid. And also the rumours that they are going to be missing eight players. Now, that looked like it could be true based on what I saw on Friday. Atletico Madrid did have some key players missing, but you just never know if they were rested in preparation for this game. Cristiano Ronaldo has scored in both of his Champions League home games for Manchester United since returning to the club. And he has also netted 13 goals in his last 15 home games against Atletico. So he loves playing against them and loves scoring against them. But both teams to score is the way we're going to go. Atletico Madrid have only kept two clean sheets in their last 12 
the Spanish champions have conceded in their last six in Europe. Man United have seen both teams score in six of their seven Champions League games. And Ronaldo, as I mentioned, has scored 13 goals in 15 home clashes with Atletico Madrid. So you can back him to score here in this game at plus money. And he's available at 7-5 to five to score any time. And both teams to score as the main selection for this game is available if you shop around at the best price of 10 to 11 minus 110. As I've mentioned multiple times, this is a must win for Manchester United. It's their last chance to win a trophy. I don't think if we get through this round that we can get through another because the competition is going to get very, very tough after that. Ideally, if we can draw Juventus or Ajax, assuming they go through, that will give Manchester United the best chance to qualify. After that, it's a big step up in competition. I think the next team down that you would prefer to play would be Chelsea. And I'm not sure we can get past that tide. Then after that, you're looking at the likes of Manchester City, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, etc. And it gets very, very tough for Manchester United when you're looking at those teams. But... If we can get ourselves a nice path once again, and I do believe this is a very winnable game that we should win, then there is a chance you could see Manchester United in the semi-finals, and that is something I think supporters need after such a poor season. That's it for me in this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always, and thanks for listening.